welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Stars 1, Episode 2, titled RuPaul's Gaffet. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one reluctant co-host. From Washington, D.C., please say... Hey, that's okay. Put some butter on it. To Evan Ayers. Hello, Evan. How are you? Hello, hello. I'm wonderful, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm going to tell you something. I, I had a conversation this afternoon with one Taylor the Latte Boy. Do you remember him? I vaguely remember a name of that sort. Yes. And he was. He texted me and he said, I watched uh, episode two of All Stars 1 and... I am so glad I'm not doing this season with you. <laughs> and you said, I'm so sorry you watched it. <laughs> oh, my God, Evan. Like, just, just, I'm like, I'm really regretting, which is so funny, because usually this banter is about other shit other than Drag Race, but I'm still going to use the bitch about Drag Race. I did not realize how bad this season is. Did you know this? I, I knew it, but I don't think it, it didn't really resonate how bad it was until you have like All-Stars 2 or like seasons yeah. later on to like compare it to. I'm amazed that it got picked up again. Like it was that, it's that bad. You know what's so funny is I, I, it's making me even question my memories for season four because I watched this when it aired live. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I had no problems with it. I liked it at the time. I thought it was fine. I I, in other words, I didn't walk away from this thinking it was bad. In fact, when people used to make fun of it, I thought, oh, they're just making fun of it because, you know, it's silly, you know, or the, the, the it was just it was cringy or something. No, it's boring. It's boring. It's it's cringy and it's boring, which is the the worst of it. And. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with just, like, the material that they're given. Because season four is so good. Like, it's not like... You know what I mean? I just... I feel like the... I don't know now. I don't know. Because I'm thinking... uh, Because I did watch a few episodes. You can't... Here's the deal. We were talking about it. Taylor and I were talking about it. And... Because, you know, you can't... uh, You can't buy season four any... Well, no, you can get it on Google Play. But other than Google Play, you can't get it anywhere. And, um... I was like, I wonder why that is. And let me tell you why. I think here's my theory. The licensing for the songs is very expensive. It's it's a particularly strong lip sync for your life batch of songs. Like I'm gonna tell you, here are the songs from season four. Britney, Toxic. Can you wait? Can you name them? Let's see how many you can name. Wait, Um, hold on for a second. Hold on, hold on. Okay. I want to do this right here. Uh, but I don't. Okay, I'm gonna put. I'll, I'll do it in post. But um, I'll put bell sounds and buzzer sounds when you're okay. right wrong. Okay. I, I bet that may not be in order, but I could think I can remember this most. Okay. No, you don't. It doesn't have to be in order. Okay. So there's Toxic by Britney, uh, Raining Men, um, Natural Woman. Uh, this will be. Um, there's oh, what's that country song by Winona Judd? I can't remember the name of it. Um, but it's. But, but you know, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a a a ding for that because, and you don't have to name. You know, there's the, always the RuPaul song at the end. You don't have to name born that this, one. Born this way. No, oh, no, you got that. Born this way. There's um, oh shoot. Uh, there's Vogue one by that... Ma- Vogue by Madonna. Is on yes, there, isn't it? yes. Um, I don't remember the Madame Laqueer one. Oh, there's so many. I'm blanking. But yeah, that's I mean, those are those alone are huge. Here's what you missed. You missed, and this is a big one, Bad Girls from Donna, by Donna Summer. Okay. Oh, Bad Girls. That was the princess. That's, and, okay. 
Yeah, that's going to be expensive. Toxic with Britney by Britney Spears, expensive. Bad Girls Donna Summer, expensive. This will be Natalie Cole, expensive. After paying trouble, there. oh trouble by Pink, expensive. Vogue by Madonna, holy shit, that must have been so fucking expensive. Born This Way must have been so expensive. Okay, look, Pam Till is Mi Vida Loca. Can't yeah. okay, cheap down on that one. Raining Man must have been expensive. Mm. Um, Gladys Knight song. RuPaul, that was the RuPaul like remix though, so maybe they did. Oh, that's true. I got to use my imagination with Gladys Knight and the Pips. Probably not as expensive. You had Natural Woman expensive, and then No One Else on Earth is the Winona song that's that you're it. thinking. Okay, of. yep. Yeah. Yeah, expensive. Yeah, that, I think that's one of the reasons why they can't. Uh, uh, get it, but anyway, enough of, enough talk about Drag Race. How are you doing, Heaven? Evan, how, how, I called you Heaven. Do people ever call you Heaven? Does your boyfriend call you Heaven? He would usually call me Hell. So I, that was very nice of you. Um, no, I have never been called Heaven. I don't think huh. so. Not to my knowledge. I least. said it by accident, but people should he, call you Heaven. I'll take anyway, it. Anyway, yeah, Heaven from Heaven. Yeah, no one's even said that before. Um, maybe like a librarian in high school once, but nothing that I could remember as being. Sincere. I don't think I've I don't think I've talked about this in the show, and it's and and I have to be very careful what I say here. Oh God! You know I'm still not going to say it. I'll tell you off the air. But <laughs> uh, I do know someone whose last name rhymes with chill. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is is he's very chill. And I was like, do people ever call you chill? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right. Such a chill response. Yeah, well, he's super chill. So I used to tell people that might like when they because they can never spell my last name or pronounce it, and so they'll mm-hmm. say like, I'll say, "Oh, it's Evan Ayers, like Airhead." But I hope people don't think that I'm like describing myself as an Airhead by saying that. What is now? Is that just the way you say your name, or is that the way it's really pronounced? It's pronounced Ayers. Yeah, like A I R E S, or almost like I'm Aries, gonna test this because you know. You, you... Oh, Siri's gonna ruin it. Not Siri. You, what is how does Siri say it? Oh, I've never tried it, but I can't imagine it's right. But YouTube has a thing where you can like put in like how do you pronounce it as like a like a, a, a sound that plays. We're gonna do it right now. Hold on. Hmm. Here we go. How do you pronounce names? So it has that name. How do you pronounce names? Here it is. We're gonna get the official pronunciation. The following pronunciation is brought to you by pronouncenames.com. Airs. Boom. Boom. There you go. It, there it is. Airs. Yeah. But um I'm really good, though. I've had a really... Well, it's Monday that we're recording this. I had a really nice weekend. Mm-hmm. What did you do? Um, so the highlight of my weekend was I actually went and saw... They're doing a three-week um, pre-Broadway premiere of the Mean Girls musical. Mm-hmm. So I saw that in D.C. this weekend, and it was actually really good. Oh, uh, do you miss the... Oh, my God. You missed a great joke. It was really good. Wait, what? It was fetch. Oh, it was fetch. Let's see. Um... It was fetch. It was going to happen. But the best part about it was I was, I was gagging because um, someone I know saw a couple of days before me and said, like, you have to pay attention to um, the guy who plays Damien. Like, the, the show is, like, obviously a little more... It's a little... It's not the movie on, on screen or it's not the movie done out on, on the stage. Like, they, they do a good job of kind of changing the storyline a bit so it's not exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. And... One of the, so it's kind of told like the main characters are are Janice and Damien, and I was like, make sure you watch whatever Damien's wearing because like this big gay guy, um, and he like the first scene he comes out and he's wearing like an Alyssa Edwards shirt that just says Beast, 
And so naturally I was like losing my mind. And there was another one where he, another scene where he's wearing like a Bianca Del Rio shirt. Um, so it was just kind of cool to see that like, you know, drag will never be mainstream. And it's like a part of like a wardrobe for a, a major production. So it was kind of cool. Pandering to their gay audience, but you Truly. liked it. it. It worked for you. It, I, 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 I was in the nosebleeds and I could still clock it. So I want to, I want to mention something. Speaking of clocking, I was listening to our episode recently of when we did the review of the Trixie and Katya show. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where Taylor is like, so what porn channels do you, do you subscribe to? Like, what, like all these questions about the porn. And then later he goes, well, you sounded really creepy when you were talking to Evan about porn. And I was like, what are you talking? You j- like, Evan, please listen to it with that ear. I will. Please. I, I, I'm, I, I, I remember being confused as to what I was willing to admit on on the air but i mm-hmm. it, well, it didn't creep me out i just wasn't prepared for it well like, no yeah because this is this is new to you you're like oh my porn's god not new to me no porn's not new to you <laughs> but this whole podcasting thing is new to you meanwhile i don't care i'm an open book because i don't give it i don't give a shit if people know that my favorite i'll tell you the porn stars are I'm, I'm gonna name the top i do this from time to time with people on podcasts like they don't want me to name like the top five porn stars mm-hmm. um Michael Del Rey right now is number one. No, by the way, this moves all the time, right? Okay. Um, there was this porn star named... Oh, my God. How can I have forgotten his name? Because it was, like, so important to me. Oh, I can't remember. He was, a co- he was from Cocky Boys. I can't watch him anymore, though, because he looks crazy like my ex-boyfriend. Oh. Yeah, like, insane how close they are, right? I'll remember him. Max Ryder. Max Ryder, I'm sure. Max Ryder, okay. Like they, like they look identical, eighty five percent alike. That's scary. Enough where I can't watch it anymore, right? Uh, I was a big. Oh, I'm gonna tell you something. I've grown up with Brent Everett, and what I mean is, mm. I like Brent Everett when he was Twinkie. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I know Brent Everett. Don't worry. Oh yeah, but here's what's funny is Brent Everett left porn for a while, right? And then he came back, and when he came back, he was going through this weird, I don't know what you would call it, crisis. And so he, he was coming back. He was 30 at this point, or maybe late 20s. And he's like, I'm 18. And I was like, uh, somebody better tell this guy he doesn't look 18. But now it seems like he's like welcomed his new, like, I wouldn't call it daddy status, but older, you know, older, statesman. But he still looks like. No, he I still would, looks no, like. The, the one I was going to say is. He looks better older than he did when he was a Twinkie. Really? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I'll send you something. Like, I'm telling you, he looks so much better. Oh, by the way, so everyone should know that today, uh, maybe I'll try and put the audio in this, in this uh, recording. I was moving around in my chair, and I thought my chair sounded like Latrice Royale. So I sent it to Evan, and I sent it to Taylor. Evan wrote back, ha, ha, ha. Taylor was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> so I, I, I mean, I had to listen to it twice, but I definitely, I appreciate the context. If you said that like clip by itself, I would have never understood it. But really, the that it the, well, the, it was the clip was titled like Latrice, like dot whatever, whatever. So like, all right, I know what to look for here. But it was funny. I'll give you it. I thought it sounded so much like Latrice Royale going. Ah, oh. well, I don't know. Maybe I was, maybe I was high. Whenever I, would I think of like Latrice, that. I just think of that like insane cackle that is the happiest thing. Have you, you've, of all the drag queens you've seen live, who have you liked the most? Queens I've seen live? Ugh. Drag race queens. 
I haven't seen, I feel like I haven't seen that many drag race queens. I've, I saw um, Sasha Velour at DC Pride this year mm-hmm. when Rick was like the day after they filmed um, the finale. And she yeah. was phenomenal because it was just like, you know, it was literally like 100 degrees. It was so gross out. And she was standing in the hot sun just like doing this like super slow number and like did not give a shit that it was like Pride and she should be singing some like, you know, Whitney Houston song or whatever. It was very interesting to me. I've had really good, um, really good actually like experience seeing Alexis Michelle too. I find her like w- way more captivating, like a smaller. I remember like, club this. Yeah. You're a big Alexis Michelle fan. I I I I I am. I like her. Uh, and so, what a, do you think of all the hate that comes toward her? I get it. I really do get it. And I like. Do I, I don't think she deserves it, but I definitely understand where people come from with it. I don't think it's justified, but honest, like that season, she was probably the easiest to dislike. Do you think she's a cute boy? Um, I would say someone would find her attractive. It's not for me, or I don't find him attractive personally. But like, of I get all the that. drag queens as boys, who do you who are you like? Oh, that he does it for me. Um, well, obviously Pearl, Ugh. but that's that's like I mean that's like no, the no, no 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 that's not obvious because with, uh, with when Daniel was on the show and Taylor, they made fun of me. Really? They oh they did not agree with me at all. Taylor doesn't agree with me. Taylor's not a big Pearl fan. Boy, why? Ugh, I couldn't I mean, stop looking Pearl, at Pearl. Pearl is just I mean. Perfect and yeah, for a I bisexual's dream. I think April Carrion is stunning. Wait, for a bisexual? Are you bisexual? No, 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 no. I'm saying no. There was that one episode where Pearl, like, they did like the the two and one looks. <laughs> oh yeah, she yeah, was yeah, like yeah, she was yeah, half yeah. boy, half girl, and someone was like, "Oh, it's a bisexual's fantasy." Oh, I'm not. Y- bisexual. Your your drag race memory is too good for me. Okay, go ahead. Who uh, else? I think April Carrion is stunning. Mm, I've mm-hmm. drag. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Those are the two that come in my mind immediately. I know I'll forget or like I'll regret not mentioning someone else's names recently. I thought Fifi was really good looking, um, like in season four. But Fifi I was very good. I see attractive. that. Adore season six was cute, but All Stars two was like. Ugh. And then I not saw so Adore much. in person at DragCon, and we were standing right next to each other, and she looked sick. That's why I didn't recognize really? her at first. Yeah, and then um, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna confess some that are like kind of embarrassing. I actually find Aja cute as a boy. I will. I'll get on board with that. I do too. Like, am I like, oh my god? No, no. But I'm like, you know what? I get this. Cute. It's like, and it's that like Ao Thith. Like he's like kind of like that like dumb kid like sits in the back of your class. So it's just like kind y- of yes. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought. No, I'm 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 here for that for sure. Okay, I think personality wise, I um. Now that I know more about Valentina, I'm not. But when Valentina was first on, I thought he was really cute as a boy. I've changed. I've evolved. Not so much. Yeah, that he Valentina never did it for me because my my best friend and roommate is uh, is Latino, and I like we joked that he literally looks just like Valentina, which he does. And so for me, I was just like, even if he were attractive, I can't not see you, George. His name's Jorge, but mm-hmm. yeah, never never did it for me. Um, who else? I'm thinking like earlier seasons. Well, we'll come back to this, because this week the queens are tested on the knowledge of their respective partners and perform their best celebrity impressions for RuPaul's version of the classic 60s show, Laugh-In. Oh, you know what? I have a lot of questions for you this episode. Team Yarlexis is going already. <laughs> team Yarlexis was named this week's winning team, while teams Latrilla and Brown Flowers went head-to-head in a lip-sync battle for their lives. Latrice... 
repped for her team while Tammy did her best for Brown Flowers. In the end, Latrilla was asked to stay while Brown Flowers was asked to sashay away. Evan, per your recommendation, name one thing you liked about this episode and two things you did not. Um, first of all, I know what you're going to ask me. No, I don't know what a gaffin is or what a laughin was. Mm-hmm. Did not get that reference. Um, okay. Things that I did not like, or things I liked first. The one thing I did like was Manila this episode. I thought Manila was very strong as Madonna, and I really liked her moment of uh, talking about coming out and with her girlfriend and kind of being super depressed and suicidal at one point. Um, I think that was kind of a, a nice humanizing moment that I don't think we really got from her in season three. Mm-hmm. And it was the one time that I actually like, I appreciated getting like that side of her. Um, things I didn't like, obviously, the, the challenge just was not great. We could talk about that more, but I just thought the challenge was terrible from concept i i appreciate it you know as an idea of like a way to elevate the snatch game to this new level but it just didn't work um and i didn't like tammy going home i thought it was i mean deserved maybe but it was sad to see her go i don't know i don't know if i would agree with the deserved part believe it or not i don't know if i'd agree with that uh, okay no she deserved to go but it was just sad Mm. because i think she got i mean she just got got the raw end of the deal there i think uh, one thing that I liked, Tammy Brown, I always liked Tammy Brown, so I, I'm going to struggle next week. Uh, two things well, I did I not. this wasn't already a struggle? <laughs> I know. I know. Can you imagine my, the best part about the show has just left? It means Jeez. it gets more, and then knowing what we know is, I think next week, isn't it Latrilla? Yes, it is, which is sad. And so it just gets more and more boring. Yeah. There's just no no coming back from it. <laughs> anyway, uh, two things I didn't like. Um, I did not like the challenge. Here, I agree with you. And I did not like the special guest judge, Vicki Lawrence. Did you know who she was? She was on the Carol Burnett, Carol Burnett show. Correct. And I recognized her face, but I could not tell you more than that. Did you know the character Mama? No. Okay. All right. We'll we'll get into this. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah. unlike unlike Tangler, I don't get angry. I laugh. <laughs> yeah, I was a little fearful there for a little bit. Like you get mad, yeah. and there were some things where, like, for instance, he brought up reality bites. Like, I tried to make this point, but he cut me off. I saw reality bites when it came out. I have never watched it again. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened in this movie. I know it was famous at the time. It had a killer soundtrack. And I think if you're in the 90s, early alternative music, you would like it. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember he made, mentioned that plot point. I forgot Ben Stiller was in it. Uh, Who? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I'm kidding. All right. Uh, so let's, we might finish this episode so fast. I'm so excited. Uh, after some inane banter between the girls, RuPaul entered to announce this week's mini challenge. Now, for today's mini-challenge, we're going to play a game to find out how well you newlyweds really know each other. Oh. <laughs> hey, queens, where do you like to have fun? In the butt roof. Welcome to In the Butt Roof. Okay, so then they, what they did was they played a version of the newlywed game. Now, Evan, are you aware of the newlywed game? Am I aware of I mean, I'm aware of the concept. Was it a tele- Was it actually a show? It was actually a game show. Okay. And actually, even the title comes from a very famous newlywed game episode, uh, where 
the um, you know you know what I'm gonna turn on at the risk of making computer fan noise. I'm gonna turn it on so you can hear it. Okay. Okay. But what happened was so it was hosted by this guy named Bob Eubanks, mm-hmm. and they would bring on you had to be married under two years, and they would ask these types of questions uh, of the of the newlyweds, and, and then the winning newlywed couple. Uh, who got the most questions right would win, like, you know, a new living room set or something. Okay, so I'm going to... It comes from a very famous game show moment from the Newlywed game, and here it is, Evan. Last of our five-point <laughs> questions. Girls, tell me where specifically is the weirdest place that you personally, girls, have ever gotten the urge to make whoopee? Um. <laughs> In the... And that's from the 70s. I was going to say, that's big time in the 70s. Good lord. Yeah, so that's where that, that's, you see, there you go. A little insight see, to where. See, that's what I, this is, this is what I love about Drag Race. And people always ask me when, like, they'll be like, oh, like, you know, what's so good about it? Or, like, why, you know, mm-hmm. you know like, when they've never heard of it, they would be like, oh, like, describe it to me. Not a single, like, second of that, of this show is, like, wasted on an opportunity to make some sort of reference that, like, I mean, in the butt could be, like, literally any, like, you know, as a like gay person, anytime you—that's an obvious joke to you. Yeah. But I had no idea. But now I should assume that it's something. There's the reference of some moment in pop culture. That's funny. yeah. I th- and I think especially in the earlier days, because you know, after I think it was after season seven, the entire crew was fired. Mm-hmm. Everybody was fired. So th- I feel like even pre-season seven and stuff, it was a lot more referential pop culture wise. And so you, yeah. I, I don't think it's as as much as it was then, or if it is, it's much more current. They're not going to make newlywed game references. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, during the game, some of the girls knew each other very well, while others seemed to struggle with the challenge. So what we're going to do is we're going to actually, I try, I was going to do a whole thing where I cut this up in a fancy way, but I was like, let's just play the fucking challenge. It actually does well for audio, and we'll comment along via almost like untuck style. Okay. All right, here we go. Let me get my cocktail. Raven. Who will Jujube say has a tighter tuck? You or Jujube? Me. Jujube said? <laughs> Raven does. All right. Okay, that's a point for Raven. All right. Latrilla. Latrice, what kind of boy underwear does Manila prefer to wear? I'm going to say boxer briefs. All right. Manila said? An itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. Sexy, sexy, sexy. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to stop it right there. We're going to play a game. Okay. Let's take a moment. The question is, do you have pen and paper with you? I don't. I have an iPhone. Okay. Um, I'm gonna Available use... at Apple. Ding. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to write down what kind of underwear. Is that what, it, what kind of underwear are you wearing right now? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to write down my answer. You and I don't know each other very well, though. So we're actually... Oh, this is going to be fun. We're okay. actually like... Um, Latrice and Manila. Because they didn't apparently Who's know. Who's who? Latrice is the big black one. So that's me. <laughs> and you're Manila because you had a boyfriend that died. I'm, I'm crossing. <gasps> he doesn't know. I, didn't, I told you that in confidence. I've, I use my last name here. Jesus Christ. All right. Have you written um, down your answer? No. I want to pull up the, like, the fun. Okay. Hang on. I just found this new like little typey thing okay what kind of underwear mm-hmm. you think do i think you're wearing uh-huh, and i'm gonna guess what kind i think you wear okay where or wearing 
when like I, when, currently or in general? Um, well, for me, the answer is the same. Is the answer the same for you? It's not the same. Oh, really? Uh, we'll do yeah. both. We'll do both. Okay. Mine is the same answer. All right. And go. Okay. I'm going to say, actually, usually you wear boxers, but right now you're wearing nothing because you just got home. Uh, no, I actually don't have any pairs of boxers. Oh, really? I'm currently wearing compression shorts because I bought them when I thought I was going to be fit, but I don't actually work out anymore. Now I get made fun of because I have this weird thing with underwear. Like I've, I've never really invested in like good pairs of underwear. I don't get it. I'll do this thing. I'll go to TJ Maxx and I'll just find these like $6 like packs of seven and I'll just like, I, I, my boyfriend rips on me all the time. He'd be like, why the hell do you have Jeep branded underwear? Well, no, because like, they were eight dollars for on. four. Hold like, on for a second. Let's talk this out here. Look, do I believe in having a couple of pairs of nice underwear? If yes, here's why. If you're gonna go to out to get laid, okay, and you are like, I know people are gonna see my underwear, mm-hmm. you know, and because I want people to see my underwear, yeah. Maybe have one pair, one nice pair, two nice pairs, right? But for every day to have a piece of cloth that rubs up against your dick and ass, why does it no. need to be fancy that no one's going to see? Did anyone see your underwear today besides you? No, nobody. Exactly. And if they did, there was some soul in the un- like on the metro that like yeah. was subjected to like when I dropped my iPhone, but like no. Or also like but your boyfriend by this point is like, I don't care what underwear it is, take it off. Well, that's my thing. It's, you know, someone's like, oh, well, you should have him. Even your point, like, oh, when you want to go get laid, like, if I'm out somewhere and we're, like, having a good time and then, like, we, like, I actually, like, agree to have to go home with you. If we get home and, like, I'm not going to, like, kick you out because you have gross underwear on. Like, by then, I've already committed. Like, I'm going to tell you something. Of all the people I've hooked up with, I cannot tell you what underwear they were wearing. Yeah. Who remembers? Yeah. They end up on the floor anyway. Who cares? Yeah. I can't remember. Someone any probably cares. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. Compression shirts, what you're wearing right now, what do you usually wear? Usually I'll wear just literally whatever's clean. I, I have like really stupid like off-brand TJ Maxx. Like I, I have like Jeep branded. I have like... But, what, but like, like, is it like a style of underwear though? What do you prefer? Briefs? So boxer briefs? I guess you call them briefs. I guess they're the ones that like, they, they're not like the bikini cut. They like come like down. Oh yeah. Oh, that's they're my favorite like shorts. Cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are the cutest yeah. underwear. Oh, you wear cute underwear. They're cute. They're yeah. Cute. I mean, I think mm-hmm. they're cute, but then yeah. I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. It also depends on the kind of pants I'm wearing that day, because sometimes they bunch up. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I think you wear boxers, and I'm holding up my phone with a little ding, ding, ding. No, boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. Okay. No, you write down what you're wearing. You don't write down what you think I'm going to wear. Oh, did I fuck that up already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on. Okay, let's move on okay. to this. We're going to play this. Okay, we're going to... Next one. <laughs> Next up, Jarlexis. Oh, All right, Alexis. Same question. She likes to wear women's panties. Pantaletas. Panties. Yeah, we got a match. <laughs> Next up, brown flowers. Tammy Brown. Same question. We have to sniff the flowers. <laughs> this is why I love her. She likes to wear grass. Grass underwear? Grass underwear, because it's always green. What does that mean? Tammy, back to earth, mama. Come back to earth. Nina said... Boxers. Boxers. Ah, not a match. Jujubee, same question. 
She doesn't wear underwear. She goes commando. I can see the bulge. Okay. <laughs> and Raven said, nice. <laughs> <laughs> the devil wears nada. We got a match. All right. Next question. Latrice, what is Manila's favorite RuPaul song? Uh, oh. So think about it. We'll play through this, and then we'll reveal it after we play through this, Okay. Oh, jeez. Um, I'm going to say don't be jealous of my boogie. Manila says... I like the classics. Supermodel of the oh, world. Wow. Not Come a match, girl. but I see you two are really in sync, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Next up... Okay, I think that's it. Let me see. Chad. All right, Chad. When sleeping in a... Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna guess yours. I actually think you've. I think you've already confessed this to me. Oh, I did send you that playlist, but I don't think I told you. I thought I, I can remember that "Rocket to the Moon" is your favorite RuPaul song. You think that's my favorite song? I thought you told me that once. I think it's my favorite current song. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give you that. So, wh- what did moon. you write down? Oh, I have to write it down still. Hang on. Oh wait, you didn't write it down? I mean, I, I could tell you. I don't what write is it? Down. It's okay. not gonna be my favorite song by her is the um it's the song that they play when on the all-stars runway it's like sexy drag queen oh yeah um the daddy what did i like that's like the i think it's called like boop that beep whatever like mm-hmm. remix i love that okay i like and- i like, like walk down the street and like, feel very like fun and funky <laughs> it's like going to all McDonald's. right what is your guess for me i think your guess is probably supermodel really or call bad. me mother no nope. Sissy no, That please. Walk. Sissy That Walk. Okay. Mm-hmm. A big Sissy really? That Walk fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Next I, question. I can see that. Yeah. It's a good song. Bad. Does Chanel prefer to be on top, on the bottom, Ooh, or is she versatile? It's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> Write your answer down, Evan. I would say Chanel it. likes to be on top. And Chanel said, You know me way too well, darling. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a match. All right, same. Okay, so this one, I'm going to allow even more variations because I'm, I'm going to make it top, bottom, verse top, or verse bottom. Oh, God. Okay. My answer is still the same. Okay. I don't think we're going to change, but okay. Um, hmm. That's a tough one with you. I can't get a sense because usually I could get like, you know... Uh, we have a mutual friend, and I would be like, ugh, what a fucking bottom. So that means I'm about to go with, oh, I'm Ooh. still, <laughs> I'm still going to go with, I'm going to go with top. I am absolutely a top. Wow, there yeah. it is, right there. Okay, go ahead, here's your guess. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to say a verse top. Whoa, point hey. for you. I guess a tongue wow. pop. Um, yeah. Here we go. Oh, yeah, I feel like we're on grinder again. <laughs> Here we go. Question. Tammy Brown. Well, Nina likes to climb up the stairs and go down the stairs and get <laughs> under the sheets, and she's very versatile. All right. Nina says. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the best joke right here. <laughs> Darling, that's nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> that's why they're brown flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid we're out of time. That means Ruju B, you've won. Ah! Okay. 
All right. What so stupid what, challenge. You know what, though? I didn't hate it for this season. For this season. Yeah. But uh, look, this season is so bad. Like any other season, I would be like, oh, what a horrible challenge. But this one, I was like, this season is so boring. And we got to see their personalities a little bit more. I was pro Very true. this challenge. Next, RuPaul announced this week's main challenge. For this week's all-star challenge, you'll be starring in the most hilarious show on television. RuPaul's Gaffin. <laughs> As comedy duos, you'll be performing and writing original jokes for a classic-style sketch show. And here's the really fun part. You'll be appearing doing your best celebrity impersonation. And we'll be joined on the show by our extra special guest judge, Vicky Lawrence as Mama. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so you have no idea who like you never heard of the show Mama's Family or the character Mama from Carol Burnett show or anything? Like when I you mean, saw I, the character, were you like, are you never seen that character before? I'll admit when I first saw it, I did not realize that she was different from the guest judge. <laughs> like I couldn't even differentiate. I just thought it was some woman. Um uh-huh. But no, I don't. I don't. I mean, I know she was on the Carol Burnett show, and I know she's like a big deal. But I, I knew nothing about this character. I think you're being generous with she's a big deal. Well, she would someone would recognize her at least. Oh, uh, Taylor and I know someone who loves Mama, loves Vicky Lawrence. She was going to sing at a concert somewhere, but he lives in Rogers, Arkansas, and she's going to oh. sing at a nearby amphitheater. And he was so mad that it sold out before he could get tickets. I have I have questions about that. I know there's so many questions. Like one, it's sold out. <laughs> there's a, a what what is like an amphitheater? Is that like the back room of a Chili's? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, people are gonna write horrible things. You know, I, I, I'm but this kidding. Room, okay, so Laughing was a show, like a variety show in the '60s. A lot of these elements that you see them do this week were elements that were on the show, like the joke wall, and mm-hmm. uh, there were these two hosts, um, Rowan and Martin. Okay, I don't know what their first names were, but those were their last names. And they would like they were basically what Rue and Mom were Mama were doing in the okay. beginning. They would like introduce sort of these clips, and people would be talking to them, and and so all these elements were part of laughing. It was very 1960s, actually, where actress Goldie Hawn got her start oh. on laughing, and it was just like six. It was very mod 60s, and that's sort of why they brought that that runway look worked with it. Okay, okay. all right. Uh, now what I want to do is I want to run through who all because we're not we're only going to cover Team Latrilla and Team Brown Flowers. So to give everyone their due, I'm going to go through each person's character, and uh, except one of them I can't remember, but I know, I know you'll remember. And then you tell me if you heard of them. So the first one, obviously, no one had heard of her. Uh, Nina Flowers played La Lupe. I had no idea. I have no idea who and that is I, either. I googled it, her, and I, I still can't find much more than what than what Nina said. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure she's. But you know, was she like a singer? Or was she like a comedian? Or what was she? She was apparently. So when you Google her, the first thing that comes up, it says she's like the queen of Latin soul, which I'm sure she to some specific demographic she definitely is but i just i don't i can't find much of her music i yeah and well she died fairly young too and you look like an old lady mm-hmm. okay so here this is just the first song that comes up on youtube mintiendo que bien te queda el papel 
Okay. All right. All right. I get it. Okay. Yeah, I get I it. See what you I mean, get. She's, see what she's doing yeah. there. All right. Easy enough. Easy peasy Japanesey. Uh, okay. So I don't know what that means, by the way. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like something like an eighty-year-old World War II veteran would say. I but say, uh, I think my grandma said that. Like. <laughs> okay. Let's go through. Okay. Here, the next person. Tammy Brown played Tammy Faye Mesner. She used to be Tammy Faye Baker. Do you know who that is? I do know who Tammy Faye Baker is. And I, They're the same person. I do, yeah, why, is, why the name change? That's weird, too. She, so she did eventually remarry, and she became Tammy Faye Mesner right before she mm-hmm. died. But yeah, she's more famous as Tammy Faye Baker. She's the super, like, she's like the evangelicist, like, she was selling yeah. makeup, right? Well, she just knows she wore a lot of makeup. Now, before people were correct me, maybe she didn't remarry and she just dropped the Baker name. I don't know. But yeah, she was like a famous, she was married to a, a televangelist who was caught cheating. And, but she used to go on these shows. But for some reason, gay guys love her. Well, t- Sharon Needles has her tattooed on him. Yeah. And RuPaul was like friends with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So did you, did you, are you aware of her as a personality or just knew she existed? I'm aware of her as a personality, and I'll admit it was because when I watched Sharon Needles, I'm obsessed with tattoos. So when I heard that he had that tattooed, I like had to know about her. Yeah, and what 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 as a young gay man, what did you think of her? As a young, I mean, I just thought I was looking at a drag queen. Like I thought she was funny. Mm-hmm. It just you know, they, she visually just is like caked on. I haven't watched a whole lot of like her videos or like things that she's done, but I mean, I feel like she's. She'd be on like the 700 Club if she was alive today, right now. <laughs> well, she was on one called PTL for okay. Praise the Lord. And then oh, it all Lord. collapsed around it. All right. Yara Sophia was Charo. Did that? Did you know who that was? I do know, know who Charo was. Charo has been on, also, I mean, I know who she was before this, but she's been on like actual episodes of Drag Race, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has. I think she's on C. You, I thought you would know. I think you're the expert here. Is it she, season she, she, three? Season two? Three, but then I think she also came out at one of the finales recently and was yeah. kind of outrageous. But no, I, yeah, I know who Charo is. Okay. Who, who, I can't who, remember who, who Lexus played. Who did Lexus Mateo play? Lexus was uh, Shakira. Shakira, thank you. That, I mean, and that then, says something yeah, okay. to her, how well she did as her, but... Yeah, exactly. She looks like her. Okay. Raven played B. Arthur. Do you know who B. Arthur is? I do know who B. Arthur was. She was on Gilmore Girls, right? <laughs> I don't. Here's the funny thing. You're doing this like dry, like I'm a dumb twink sense of humor. I don't think people will get that. Really? I think I, I think you're making a mistake. Girls, okay. Oh well, if they don't get it, then they don't have to order it. That's <laughs> that's pretty famous. So B. Arthur, yeah, and the no, young gays. I, I mean, B. Arthur is fantastic. I forgot. I was just watching B. Arthur recently. There was a, she was on a roast of somebody. I, mm-hmm. I got really into roast recently on Comedy Central, and she was on. Someone will tell me who it was, but she and she just killed it. She's a legend. Juju B was uh, Fran Drescher. Mm-hmm. You're aware of who Fran Drescher is? is? Yes, from the okay. nanny. Chad Michaels was Betty Davis. I do know who Betty Davis is, and I think it's also worth noting that to the All Stars three queens, apparently the key to winning All Stars is just to impersonate Betty Davis in some way, because Chad did it. Okay. And then Alaska did it for no, she the. Didn't. She did in that the acting challenge, didn't she? Oh, that's right. She was. They were doing. They did. They were doing um, um, whatever happened to Baby Jane, and she was a ba- She was Betty Davis. She was Betty Davis. You're mm-hmm. right. And then, um, but you know, also one of the funnier when you watch Battle of the Seasons videos, well, you know, they do snatch game at Battle oh. of the Seasons. Uh, Jinx Monsoon Jinx. does a very funny Betty Phenomenal. Davis. Phenomenal. Yes. Yes. 
Uh, but have you ever seen a Betty Davis movie or where or any I've, kind of? Mm-hmm. So I yeah I took a my major in college was on it was called um, popular and visual culture of American studies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so my fifth my fourth year like final like like fourth year seminar was about um, cinema and stardom. So I watched a lot of like Betty Davis films. So what happened to Baby Jane? Um, a lot of old Marilyn Monroe movies. So I I was all about Eve. All about Eve. Yep. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. So I'm into that. I get it. How familiar are you with the gay icons from from like classic cinema, like uh, like Sunset Boulevard and Norma Desmond and Gloria Swanson, that whole thing? I, apparently not. You've never seen Sunset Boulevard? I haven't. It's, I I have a list of movies from from that class that I, I didn't, that was one I never got to watch. But so I like to recommend these movies for mm-hmm. young gay people. And was this like a gay cinema class or something? I mean, I made it gay, but no. Okay, it was, and it was, it was it was mostly like it was classic movies like Mae West we did a lot of um well could have been gay obviously mm-hmm. um Streetcar Named Desire a lot of old Marlon Brando stuff like that but it wasn't gay specific um and what I was gonna say is I think a lot of times the young gays who aren't exposed to a lot of uh classic films they think oh they're gonna be boring right Sunset mm-hmm. Boulevard is not boring Sunset Boulevard is so fucking good i will really? say i i love all about eve right i love it but i don't know if i'd recommend it to someone right off the bat because there are parts of it that feel like a play and it's kind of slow it is great mm-hmm. but it's slow. sunset boulevard is not like that sunset boulevard is so fucking good have you seen mommy dearest i've seen mommy dearest mm-hmm. and I was what are your thoughts like, on it i i thought it was interesting i, I mean i, I appreciate it wasn't my favorite but it i mean I can see why people like why it was a big deal, and I. Well, it was no, it was not a big deal. It was just made fun of. But you know what? Well, no, the no, first... well, no, why why people why why people reference it now, or why why it's you know what I mean. I would recommend going with a gay audience next time they show it in a theater for like a gay mm-hmm. thing or something and seeing it because when you see it with that through that lens or you see it multiple times, it starts you start to get it. I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, meh, yeah, you know. And then the more I've seen it and the more, I mean, I've seen it millions of times now, but like the more I got into it, I saw it, I've seen it several times with, with audiences and I'm like, oh my God, this is the fucking greatest thing ever. So I, I, I'm a big fan of camp and like that kind of, like that, that world. If I can defend my, my ignorance, um, one of my favorite movies actually is Some Like It Hot. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Have you seen that? Yeah, but that's like, it's widely considered a great film now by the way same director of some like it hot is the same director as sunset boulevard oh well that's billy wilder yeah billy wilder directed some like it but hot. that's billy one of those movies where i was i was hesitant to watch it at first because yeah i had that mindset oh this is gonna be boring and like, it's so old blah, blah blah but it's fucking hilarious yeah there's look this is not a cinema review podcast but one day we'll have a conversation where it's there's not, even like silent bye. movies yeah goodbye there, there are silent movies that i'm like wow that's actually really fucking good like i recommend anyone who's hesitant about silent movies to watch harold lloyd safety last first of all the great thing about silent movies are short it's like, it's like an hour right mm-hmm. but safety everyone's like oh charlie chaplin i think charlie chaplin movies are kind of boring mm-hmm Safety Last is so not boring. Buster Keaton, too. If you watch a Buster Keaton movie, they're, they're very, very interesting. They're like, a lot going on. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Chanel played Lucille Ball. You have, Of course you know Lucille yeah, you know Ball. Of course Lucille you know Lucille Ball. Ball. Yeah, come on. Um, excuse me. She visually nailed it. I thought she looked very good. But, I mean, until the very end there, I, it didn't translate very well, yeah. I thought. 
But Manila played Madonna. So you know who Fantastic. that is. Fantastic. Okay. I've heard of her. That was your favorite. And then Latrice played Oprah Winfrey. Deep fried butter. butter. Do you think Rue didn't really get that? when she, No, she got it. They, she totally they, got it. She was know. going for a moment. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she, she's not like a good submitted. actress. Rue's no, not a good not actress. Not. She's a terrible actress. So I never believe that stuff. Okay, so you know who those people are. Mm-hmm. All right. So like I said, we're gonna only really focus on we're only gonna really focus on two of the teams. Team Latrilla is up first. And here they discuss their characters for this week's challenge. Who are you gonna be? I think I'm in Madonna. I think there's more yeah, I can work with. Now I was tossed up between Oprah and Della, but like And I think there's probably more you can work with with oprah deep fried butter <laughs> <laughs> you're so in love with that joke because it's going to come up right here during their table visit with rue team latrilla faced a little pushback latrice what character are you doing i can just say one thing deep fried butter <laughs> <laughs> is that paula dean no but Oprah loves deep fried butter, too. Oh, Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> Have you ever done Oprah before? Never. First time. During the gaff-in cocktail party, Latrice had trouble with her words. I heard you went to the doctor recently. <laughs> oh, shit. So is this a do-over or is this a take-two? I heard you went to the doctor recently. I heard you went to the doctor recently. I had a little itch down there. Was it crabs? Well, I guess it was fruit flies. Apparently, my cherry had rotted. <laughs> During the Howdy Roo segment, they tried their best. Howdy Roo! Well, what brings you two here? Well, we heard you were giving away free African babies. You get an African baby! You get an African baby! You get an African baby! <laughs> Finally, the joke wall with a challenge. Of all the queens. No, that's me. Oh, (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. We fucked that up. So we're having some technical issues. (laughs) Sorry, this thing came off. (laughs) Can we do that one more time? This thing came off. Of all the queens, who would you sleep with, Madonna? Jujubee. Because her body is tempurpedic. <laughs> I don't. I don't get that joke. I mean, I think is it a padding reference? But like, what's wrong with having oh, like expensive padding? I didn't get it until you said that. Because oh, like go rob a couch, but oh, thank but you for explaining that. Not, I mean, All right. So, what the were your thoughts? Like, which queen would you sleep on? Maybe. What were your thoughts on the performance of Team Latrilla? Uh, um. So I thought. Latri- uh, not Latrice. I thought Manila was fantastic as Madonna and looked, look, creepily looked like her. I don't know what's funny about gap teeth. People who can't afford orthodontic procedures like shouldn't be made fun of. But I, I don't know. She was, she was very funny. She had the voice down and I definitely carried her through. I feel bad for Latrice because I think she probably thought it would do, it would co- convey better than it actually did when they performed mm-hmm. it. But it was just it was it was Latrice just in a blue dress. There was like, how do you really be Oprah? Someone mentioned that she should have played Aretha Franklin. I'm like, that would have made so much more sense. But she did Aretha Franklin 
when she was on Snatch Game of season four. Oh, did she? And she oh, would have see, been read is, for that. Yeah. This is why you are good. She played Aretha. Oh. Yeah, because she was like, oh, I got no respect. And yeah, she was Aretha. Now, she mentioned it was between Oprah and Della Reese. Do you know who Della Reese is? I can tell you I don't actually know who Della Reese is. You know, I only vaguely know. I know she, I, I, don't, I think she was famous as a singer a long time ago, but I know that she was an actress in later, life, later in life. She was, like a, she was like a larger African-American woman actress. She was untouched by an angel. Okay. But uh, I don't know what her whole life history is. I feel like she came to very late. I'm making things up, basically, what I'm trying to say. Okay, but did you have any other thoughts on Team Latrilla? Uh, I mean, do I have any thoughts? No. I mean, it, was, Look, it wasn't good. I want to mention this because it's going to come up later. They ate shit on the mini challenge. Okay? They ate shit on the mini challenge. Yep. You liked her Madonna. I thought her Madonna was like, okay, why did you like Manila's Madonna so much? Maybe I liked it because it was, it just wasn't terrible. I think she had like that whole kind of crazy, like full of shit, like persona down pretty well. Her, I think her mm-hmm. voice was paradoxical. No, it was a, not paradoxical. It's the wrong word. It was, it was the right imitation, but it wasn't like too much. I think visually, mm-hmm. maybe visually she just looked like very much like her. And maybe right. I thought that, like, I would have loved this. I remember thinking, like, oh, my God, if, any, if only the queens from, from season eight or nine had just, like, done this look, maybe they wouldn't have tarnished Kimono Gate. But, yeah, it just it was whatever. And then uh, you, you – now, I, I thought it was fine. And yeah. then you have her uh, – the Oprah, which was terrible, right? It was just nothing. It was blah. I don't know why do it was. I mean, Oprah just doesn't have enough. I mean, she does, but like, it's not enough that could really convey well. In people that, have you know, done Oprah and they've done funny versions of Oprah, mm-hmm. but you have to be funny. And yeah, it, it, I think it's, you can do it, but it, I wouldn't say it's tough to pull off. But you have to have some chops. You can't just say deep fried butter, you, you know, get or it like this. you get it. Yeah, yeah, that's just too on the nose. And so I just think she thought, oh, by being large and black, I'll just pull it off. Right. And saying Which is what she did butter. with Aretha, and it worked. But Which is funny, because actually you can pull that shit off on Snatch Game. Mm-hmm. But you can't pull it off, really, on this one, on, the, on Laughing. Where you had, they had, I, feel, I get the sense they had to write their own jokes, too. They, I think they know they did, because there was that whole segment about them talking about, oh, I'm a funny bitch, but I don't write no jokes. Like, I think yeah, it was yeah. all up to them. Yeah, and so I think... This exposed that, and that's why, and this becomes a debate later with uh, Brown Flowers, is I think Brown Flowers was great, but on the judges panel, the, there was a discussion about whether, well, let's move on. Let's move on to Brown Flowers, all right? In the workroom, Tammy and Nina discussed their characters for the week. What's the name of your celebrity again? Oh, Tammy Faye Messner. Tammy? Tammy Faye Messner. Faye Messner. I'm doing La Lupe. La Lupe. La Lupe. During their table visit with Rue, Team Brown Flowers faced a little pushback. Hey, what's up, Brown Flowers? Hey, Rue. What celebrities are you doing? I'm doing um, the Queen of Latin Soul, La Lupe. Oh, wow. What is La Lupe's claim to fame? La Lupe was Cuban. Yeah. And she was um, banished from the, her country by the government. And what's really ironic is that she vanished from the musical industry 
because of her drug abuse. Now ensues the hilarity. But she was really funny. Her English was tragic. I guess the challenge is going to be the fact that most of our audience doesn't know who she is. Who are you doing? I'm going to do Tammy Faye Messner. Yes. <laughs> well, how long, is it, how long has it been since we've seen each other? <laughs> how are you at telling jokes? Do you have comedy in your routine? No, I just sing songs and people laugh. Are you able to tell jokes? No, I don't tell jokes. Girl. I just want to sing songs and dance around and people laugh. <laughs> I love well, that's her. That's cute, but that's not what the challenge calls for, is it? This isn't something that I normally do, write jokes. So, I don't give a hoot. I'm not going to worry. I'm going to rely on my natural ability to make people laugh. A political refugee and a Tammy Faye who doesn't tell jokes. Thank I cannot you. wait. I'm very excited. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Thank you. Okay, I, I, I struggled to cut this clip up. It was longer than usual because there's a lot of important... First, I wanted to hear about La Lupe. We can hear that struggle. But also... I want to talk, but I want to talk about Tammy Brown's response, which is strangely kind of healthy. It's well, like she says, "I don't, I don't write jokes. This is what I do. So I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do the best job I can. And if I don't, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work." I, you think it's healthy, like healthy for her, or healthy in? Yeah, healthy for her. I, it's a I good, agree. Like, I mean, that's what makes her fantastic, and I it's think not, her. Yeah, go ahead. Her off the cuff is like her like that's what makes her interesting. But for a challenge where you have to write things, I feel like you kind of have to. No, have I something. agree with what you're saying, but I'm just saying they're trying to make it seem like oh she's a crazy person because she said like I don't write jokes, so I'm just gonna do the best I can and go out there. Even when you see when they get eliminated later. Uh, anyway, we're not, we're not done. <laughs> Stop like, right did there. Did you spoil this for me? I know. During the Gaffin cocktail party, Tammy seemed to confuse Vicky Lawrence. Hi, Mama. Are you wearing any lashes? No, Chica, I'm too old for that. Are you girls wearing lashes? Yes. How do you put them on? Duh. With, With glue. glue. Ha! <laughs> I don't get that joke. What? Like, how else would you put, put lashes on? But that's where Is I that- think... I don't know. That's why I think Tammy's kind of brilliant. Like maybe that's the joke. I don't know. Is she is she mocking like the whole like the idea like, of a joke? The idea, like or like the whole thing of the the whole like performance of getting a drag. Like of course you put glue, like lashes on with glue. How else do you do you grow them? I don't know. Are they implying that she's not a real woman? Like how? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. On the joke, while Team Brown Flowers continued. To struggle this is another long clip, but it's because I didn't know how to. I'd love love. Tammy I'm Brown so, so much. sorry. I'm so bad at this stuff. Knock knock. Who's that? Loco. Loco who? Locomotion. <laughs> choo, choo, choo. <laughs> Nana. Yes. Otra <laughs> vez. Yes. I love her so much. What is it, my joke? Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. Let's try again. Sorry, everybody. Oh, God, I'm so confused. I'm so sorry. Sorry, I'm so bad at this stuff. Oh, my God, Tommy, come on. Okay, sorry about that, Nina. Miss Lupe. 
What's up? Victoria Parker or Miss Piggy. Honk, honk. <laughs> I think the rhythm and the joke wall was a little off skelter, but that's what made it work. <laughs> Lupe, peekaboo. Pikahu? Tootsie Lou. That too? What does that even mean? What does that that's why I love her. I don't know. I love how they, they literally could have, like, the producers could have just literally said to each queen, like, okay, I want you to tell me, say, back to earth, Tammy, or what? And they could have used it for literally anything Tammy ever said. I know. On Elimination Day, Tammy seemed to make the best of their situation. How you think you guys did? There's a chance that we might be in the bottom two because I was impersonating someone that probably the judges won't know who it was. It's okay that you did because you're my partner and I support you. You see, very healthy approach to the whole competition. On the judges panel, Tammy continued to view their plight with a sense of humor. My comedy's wry. Hey, that's okay. Put some butter on it. I'm Tammy Brown, and I'm going to spin your head round and round. (laughs) It's my gift to the world. Uh, Okay, Evan, Ayers, what were your thoughts on the performance of Team Brown Flowers? Oh, God, it's, again, because I know I like Tammy a lot, and I want to say, I'm laughing, but I think, not to agree with Santino, but I think I'm laughing for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. I think it was, I think you can do these kinds of challenges with characters that people don't know very well, and you can make them funny, and I think there's a way that you can kind of make it as an opportunity for people to learn about. It's like, like when like Jinx did little Edie, for example, like mm-hmm. I'll admit, I didn't know who little Edie was. I didn't know what great gardens was, but I st- like, it was still very funny and I got it and I wanted to learn. Have you more. seen it since then? I have seen it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But it was because of Jinx, but it just, I think they, she just, Nina particularly failed to, to kind of convey that or to kind of make it funny. And, Poor Tammy. I mean, I'm, I'm, she looked just like her, but again, it was it was visually her, and I think it was just Tammy performing, and which for a certain challenge might be interesting enough, but it just it was not. It. And that was a good note on Tammy, which was that she was funny as Tammy, but she wasn't really doing an impression of Tammy Faye Mesner. Yeah, and I get the impression that Tammy herself is such a character in. I don't know his his legal name, but I get the impression that Tammy is such a character to begin with that to ask Tammy to do another character is that's just almost not that's just not something that he does. Yeah, but you know, watching this, though, I would make the argument that I don't know that they should have gone home. Like, look, we knew that they the poor Nina Flowers that being paired with Tammy Brown that it was going to be very difficult to make it to the end. But and I, I don't know if I said this in the episode last time. I'm not a big Nina Flowers fan. So I didn't yeah, really no, I care that. that much. You you get that or don't get that? No, I get that. I'm sure for sure. I get not being a huge fan. Yeah, and so it was like, okay, well, they went maybe an episode earlier than I would have wanted them to go, you know. Um, but I didn't think they were necessarily the worst, especially when we go into our next topic, which is the looks. All right. So the first one we have up is Chad Michaels, mm-hmm. and she is wearing a '60s like mod black and white like very short dress with high like white thigh boots and this very like cute like bob wig cut um i personally love this look and i think it's 
quintessential like 60s like block um like very like basic but very sunny i'm sure mm-hmm. like this is actually something that chad had from when the 60s <laughs> chad mm-hmm. uh no i think it's fabulous i think it's a total toot uh yeah total toot Fic- you know does the challenge fits the challenge uh nails the wig looks a little uh i don't know how, how- it's a little like kate goslin meets um well it's a very 60s style but it, look, it looks kind of cheap actually don't you think the wig looks mm-hmm. cheap in that picture yeah but uh her outfit, looks, her outfit looks great i think she looks great she fits the challenge uh two two from joe two next up we have raven um who is giving us some kool-aid mixture man meets tupperware party couture um she has this blue like aqua blue dress with these bright red leggings and white pumps with a uh, i forgot what um I forgot what Juju called it, but it, to me, it looks like a Coco Peru wig. Oh, like yeah, it does. Uh-huh. Um, I love this. This is, like, kind of, like, hot, like, Miss Flintstone. What's What was her name? Flintstone, the, the wife. Wilma? Wilma. Yeah, this is kind of, like, the top up is giving me, like, a little bit of Wilma realness. Um, kind of simple, but for the runway, like, for the actual, like, theme of the runway, I think it's a total toot. All right. I, uh, I'll give it a... I'll give it a marginal two. I don't know how much I like the leggings, but I fit that they, but I feel that the leggings fit with the theme, so I'm gonna give it a pass. So I'll give it a two. But I think it looks good. Two. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and then next to Juju, I mean, I could pretty much say the same thing. The same, pretty much wig for them as a team. I think this was a very successful, you know, compliment for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, she's wearing a yellow pea dress with purple leggings, um, with white uh, ankle strap heels. Her mug's beautiful, kind of boring, but as I said before, I think Juju is less, for me, fabulous for her. She's less exciting in her looks and more about her performance, so I'll give it a, a 60s boot. A 60s boot? Yeah, I don't love it. I, I like this it. more than I like a Raven's outfit. Really? So I'm give it a two. Like yeah. It um, I don't think the make, makeup's as severe. Also, I like the color combination, the pastels, more than I like the red with whatever Raven was wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like it more. I'm a fan. That, that's Two. fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next I have, do you have Sh- uh, Chanel next? Chanel, yeah. Um, Chanel is giving us a dress with arguable pepperonis on like on the print with this like m- the Muppet um fringe from season episode ones from manila not manila excuse me do this over real quick um chanel is giving us this dress with this like green fringe at the bottom that kind of looks like she stole it off of um mimi or pandora's dress from the first episode it's got this like pepperoni like print and this matching headband again i'm sure this looks great for the 60s but it's kind of a major boot for me kind of a mess yeah i think it's a miss here too uh i like the wig actually in, in terms of the band but then like yeah it, i'm actually fine with everything to waist up and then waist down it just falls apart i hate the shoes yeah. i hate those whatever those things are called and then that fur weird thing at the bottom is just not good it's a boot there, there's so much going on Hmm. yeah boot all right who is next Sorry, I'm having to pull this up. Next up is Alexis Mateo. Yeah. She is in a single silver dress that's like 
very much what's the right word it's like a very like shiny metallic color with a gold pump and like a very basic generic like bump it wig um with a purse i remember looking at this and thinking it was very ill-fitting and doesn't really show off her figure very well Mm -hmm. um it's kind of aluminum foil potato realness i think she looks beautiful the makeup's kind of severe but that's what i like about alexis i think this is a boot for me but with that being said i i get it i just don't it's not personally not for me yeah i just feel like it's it could have been on any challenge. Like, I don't see what's particularly like 60s about it. I mean, I guess maybe the hair a little bit. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Like it, it, could have been, it could have been, like, Future of Drag. It could have been, you know, Microwave Ready to Go, Bake at yeah. 50. Any of it would have worked for me. It just what didn't really Reynolds work. Rap Realness. Yeah, hey, I like it's it. It's a good drag name. It's yeah. talking to the stage. Reynolds Wrapped. Yeah, I like it. You're right. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to give it a boot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up is is Yara Sophia wearing a oh yeah a two for one. She again has this very like typical or mock sixties like blocked colors um, short dress with kind of a may I speak to your manager wig with glasses, mm-hmm. um, which she then takes off to reveal a bathing suit underneath a two piece with her gigantic fat body um, <laughs> and just horrific. Once it, people don't know you're lying. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm totally kidding. She looks amazing. Um, it's a two-piece. It's like kind of like this floral, um, like greenish blue uh, two-piece, and she actually looks stunning. I think um, I can't tell which which of these looks are like more. I don't the the first look. The dress to me is very much '60s, and I get that. The second one is not so much. I'm not sure if she did this because she was worried they were going to be in the bottom, and she wanted to give them a little more, but. I think she would have looked great without even taking it off, but the two, the two for one to me was a definite boot, a two, excuse me, boot, total two. Uh, I actually like the first outfit, like the multicolored weird little short dress. I think it's very sick. It looks, it looks great. I think she'd give me a little bit of boy body there. I feel, I feel like, uh, we would have gotten a clock for that, like season six, you know? Mm, okay. Like, I feel like we're getting some boy, boy body. body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it seems a little boy body-ish there. So um Yeah, I'm gonna give the, I'm gonna give both I'm gonna give the first look a toot, the second look a boot. First a toot, second a boot. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um next up, I may be out of order here, but I have Latrice. Yeah. Dressed in a um I can you can call this a caftan or this giant sequin sequin sequence sequin mm-hmm. um blue dress belted at the waist with this high like you know styled wig um it's very shiny and very much what i expect out of a drag queen that is serving brunch at on a saturday um it's kind of very much on par with latrice i don't think it's very 60s though and i don't know if it's very fit to theme but it looks good for latrice i don't know what you think to me the only thing that's thick 60s is the wig yeah, yeah, like this outfit's could this outfit I mean I guess it it would fit in the 60s but there's nothing particularly 60s about it apart from the wig. And you could even argue she's giving you Wheezy Jefferson realness here. Do you even know who mm. Wheezy Jefferson is? I don't, but it sounds right. <laughs> Wheezy Jefferson realness from like the 70s. It could even be more 70s and 60s to me. Mm-hmm. Like she could be a person on good times or something. Uh okay, who's next? 
but it does complement very much with her teammate Manila, who is wearing yes. a sequins, you know, pink purplish uh, dress with these like uh, turquoise blue leggings, white pumps. Um, she's got this like fabulous like platinum blonde wig, kind of pushed back with um, the cocaine like eyeliner or eyeshadow. Um, I think Manila looks fabulous. And I think this is definitely a toot for me. I don't love, I, I like how severe the makeup is. I don't like the, the dress itself, but I think as the whole look goes, maybe cause she's standing next to the trees. I think it works as a team, but seeing it by mm-hmm. itself, I think if you saw this on like a current season, people will be like, what the hell? Like where, what, what show are you on? Um, I could see that. Uh, I would give it to me. This is sort of the same cut from the same cloth. Like Raven and she could have been teamed up with Raven and Jujubee, and we would have mm-hmm. we wouldn't have known. So to me, it's like the same thing. But um, I'll give it a two. I'm not as enthusiastic about it as you are, though. I just think maybe because I I like the clip where she's like she like mocks herself being cross eyed and looking a little crazy. Like I I, I appreciate that about her, and I like how mm-hmm. kind of obnoxiously campy she is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm into it. I think like the 60s look like I, I don't think they'll ever do that this theme again though. Like I think it's kind of kind of overdone in that mm-hmm. it's like how many looks can you really give in that? I don't know. I think you can give some really good looks and I think it plays to the drag queen strength a lot of times. Do you? I think so. I feel like drag queens a lot of them like to dress in that sort of sixties style, especially the older drag queens. Mm-hmm. I mean, Buddy does it, you know? Uh Coco Peru does it, you know. Coco Peru. Have you watched her new video? No. She just put something out where she goes to Walmart, and it's very funny. She's like on the hunt. Out. She's on the hunt for this like, it's a Wonder Woman crock pot, and it's fantastic. I'm gonna watch it. Make a note my right now. Favorite. Coco Peru goes to Walmart. I'm obsessed. The video of her playing Grand Theft Auto. Have you mm-hmm. seen any of these? No. Oh, she makes. She's. It's so good. So you love Coco Peru. I love me some Coco Peru. On a rainy day, I'll watch that any for without a doubt. That or Trixie and Katya show. Depends what kind of rainy day. Maybe a little bit of mix of both. <laughs> All right, All right, who's next? Next up is Nina Flowers. Um, <laughs> you she almost is, said Nina Bonina Brown. I really almost said Nina Bonina La Lupe Conchita Brown Worth Flowers. Brown. Um, oh, that should have been Black China. Um, she really should have. How sad. Nina is wearing um, another platinum, w- uh, not another, a platinum wig pushed back. It's into this bob with a very nice uh, red dress and this neckerchief. Um, and I believe these are like orange um, thigh high, like chunky boots. I think she actually looks fantastic and very much on theme here. I, Again, not crazy about Nina Flowers in general, but usually her hair is a little more extreme, so I think she looks um, a little extreme here, but I, I appreciate it. So this is a toot for me. It's a big toot for me. I think it might be top two of the week. Really? Yeah, I think it really fits the challenge. I think she looks great. I'm not a big Nina Flowers fan, but I think she looks fantastic. And uh, I think you can't see it in the photo we're looking at, but she has like orange uh, thigh-high go-go boots on. Mm-hmm. I think those look great, too. I think she looks fantastic. I think that's why it should have helped save the team. That's how good the look is. I, I can see that. Definitely toot. All right. And the last one is Miss Tammy Brown wearing mm-hmm. a Honey Mahogany red taft can collection. Um, 
I'm just kidding. It's a, she has a really nice like blonde wig and I don't know what you would describe this dress as. Um, it's a red dress and these like lace black leggings with red pumps. I'm giving this a toot only for the Hawaiian hula like dance that she gives on the runway. <laughs> that makes me so happy that I could watch that over and over and over again. Um, it's very simple, but that's, I think this is kind of like her brand anyway. So I think this works mm-hmm. in general. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She looked she looked really simple, looked really great. It was almost like an old Dolly Parton meets um, Morticia Adams. Ooh, okay. On a like on a red dress day. I don't know. There's a lot going on here. I liked it. I thought I thought the look was great. I'm a fan. Yeah, she's great. Toot for Joe. Toot toot toot. toot. All right. Well, that was the looks. Um, after the judges deliberated, the girls were called back to the main stage where teams Latrilla and Brown Flowers were placed in the bottom two. Latrice Royale and Tammy Brown performed on behalf of their respective teams. The song. There's no business like show business by Ethel Merman. In the end, Latrilla was asked to stay, while Brown Flowers was asked to sashay away. Evan, any final thoughts on the episode? So, before we wrap up, this lip sync was so wonderful. I, for me, oh, you liked it? I thought it was fantastic. I'm obs- like, Latrice is just such a captivating lip syncer. Uh-huh. I, I love, I love watching her kind of own this type of song. Um, I don't think Tammy stood a chance against her. But it was definitely wonderful and definitely, I think, a worthy tribute to Ethel Merman. Ethel Merman, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know who Ethel Merman is? I do, yes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was good. It was very good. And aside from that, I, I think it's unfortunate that that Brown Flowers was eliminated. But I now that you now that we've talked about it, I thought about it. it definitely makes sense that they were the ones to go home. I think it stinks that they were that Latrice and Manila I think Manila was enough to carry them through this bit here in terms of her characterization of Madonna and I think that um, Brown Flowers just like kind of floundered with the characterization and the looks were wonderful but I just don't think it was enough I don't know what are your thoughts um (laughs) I you know I think that by this point the producers know exactly how it's gonna go and so now it, there was nothing anyone could do. It was predetermined. It was time for Nina and Tammy to go. And uh, because if you think about it, like, yeah, I'm saying they, if they didn't go this week, they just go next week. And so why not to keep Latrice on? You know, you can, you can only get so much weirdness out of Tammy, too. So like, how mad would you have been if Latrice and Manila were eliminated second this season? That's true. But it would have made the season more interesting. It's just you can, you can even call it. Even if you hadn't watched it, who's going to go? Like, there's no spoilers on this. Like, when they walked in, you could say... In fact, even... I didn't pull it for last week. But... There's a moment where Chad calls the final two teams. He said, I think it's final... Yeah, she said, I think the final two teams are going to be team Chad... My, our team and Raven and Jujubee. Well, they were the first two teams that were paired. They were the only ones... Maybe there was another one, but it was... Chad, yeah, Shad and Ruji were the first two queen teams to like actually pick each other on that round of selection. Mm-hmm. So they knew. Now, is there anything we missed? Is there anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't cover, Evan? Grass. 
Well, that concludes this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap for All Stars 1. Join us this week and every week as we dissect, discuss, and deconstruct this exclusive season of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. So, for Evan Ayers and myself, sashay away. Until next week. Follow the newest member of our team, Evan Ayers, on Instagram at Evan M. Ayers, that's E-V-A-N-M-A-Y-R-E-S, and on Twitter at Nobody Cares, N-O-B-O-D-Y-C-A-Y-R-E-S. Want to know what Taylor the Latte Boy is up to at all times? He has his own podcast called Pod Is My Copilot, available on iTunes and at podismycopilot.com. You can follow him on Twitter at PIMC Taylor and also on Instagram at PIMC Taylor. I have another podcast called Catching Up. It's available on iTunes and at CUPodcast.com. Follow me on Twitter at Joe Batance. That's J O E B as in boy E T A N C E. And on Instagram at Joe Batance.